So this is just a brief addendum to the previous episode about uh, seek and ye shall eventually find. I got a comment that I think summarized that episode pretty nicely, uh, which was freedom from freedom. Actually, I think uh, they said free from freedom. Uh, And I believe that this was a friend of mine commenting, so hats off to Tim for that summarization. I wish I could be that concise, but uh, I guess I'm a little long-winded. And uh, I was talking about this with my wife, and something interesting came up, and I thought it was worth uh, putting it out there. So we were talking about, you know, what freedom really means. And it occurred to me that one way of thinking of it is that It's kind of like finding your own sweet spot between chaos and order. And that, you know, because too much order is really the problem that freedom is supposed to address, right? But pure freedom is uh, anxiety producing because there's no order in a sense, right? And what, what struck me... Part of this comes from five element theory, because as soon as I hear the word order, I think of metal and metal is associated with the emotion of grief in in the five element theory. That, I think, is a one way of thinking about the problem of imprisonment. Right. So when things are too structured, either, you know, self-imposed or imposed by others, then you feel like you can't stretch out at all. And it's a position of, of grief, of sadness. You know, you have no way of exercising your own uh, internal spirit, right? But, of course, yeah, the opposite is a problem as well. So absolute freedom suggests no restraint and no restraint. You know, we've seen what happens to people who who shoot for that. In some ways, you could say that that is one way of characterizing the excesses of the countercultural movement with the hippies and drug culture and, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and then rave culture, it just sort of like permutated, right? You know, various types of really excessive ways of reaching, I think of it as kind of being like Icarus, you know? So maybe I think in some ways it's it's related to the wood element, because the wood element is this desire to rise up, Right. And so Icarus is this you want to rise up to new heights. That's sort of, I think, in a way what freedom, the the ideal of freedom is reaching for. Right. But uh, what happens to Icarus, the story, of course, is that he gets too close to the sun. It melts the wax on the uh, that hold the feathers together on the wings and he plummets. So you can imagine that that's like a way of representing the anxiety that one feels if you go too far and you no longer have any foundation. And so I think that the emotions of anxiety and grief or depression, perhaps, are a way of noticing where your sweet spot is for freedom. Because I think freedom does mean different things to people. And ideally, what it means is having enough structure so that you don't feel anxiety and having enough freedom so that you don't feel grief or depression, 
So I just thought that was worth putting out there because it's it, it's kind of a way of us inside of ourselves figuring out uh, how you know what freedom means to us and how do we negotiate it. What are the warning signs in our own lives that maybe we're going too far in one direction or the other, and and kind of help to clarify, get a picture of you know what to do with this concept of freedom, which is such a elemental concept here in the West. I think it's, you know, kind of a universal desire because most societies are in some way or another systems of oppression or suppression. And in a way, society necessarily has to suppress certain behaviors, obviously, right? And and typically, the more advanced a civilization is, the more detail there is on the various types of things which are suppressed in different you know, segments of society. I think there's also economic factors that play a role here because my overall sense of it is that in good times, things are a little bit more relaxed and in bad times, things become ever more strict. I think I remember someone saying recently there were some studies that were done that showed that societies that dealt with a lot of disease a lot of infectious disease problems, they were prone to becoming totalitarian. Pandemics and diseases are, are one form of bad times. But you could also have bad economic times where you know, people just can't get enough of what they need and so they get restless and then the government clamps down to prevent an uprising. That's also, I think, very common, another type of bad time. So... You know, the kind of structural element that we're dealing with is oftentimes externally imposed and it changes with the times. So you can't get too comfortable with whatever structural elements you have in your life. You should just be grateful that you have, if, if you're able to be in some kind of a position where you're not suffering all the time, you should be grateful for the structure that you have. Anyway... I don't know to what extent that's helpful, but I I thought it was an interesting set of observations that would be worth tagging on to that episode. So I'm going to call this an addendum and post it up there. As usual, if you like this, well, then do the social media shit that indicates that you liked it and send it on over to other people who also might like it because, uh, I guess, you know, I'm sort of making a play for this attention economy bullshit, and that means that I have to play the game. So if you're someone who has enough structure in your life so that you have a few extra shekels that you can throw around and you'd like to throw some this way, you may do so at taijireality.substack.com or patreon.com slash taijireality. And for anyone who wants to keep track of all the crap I'm doing, you can do so for free at taijireality.substack.com. So far, I don't really have anything that's exclusive to the people who are supporting me there. So you'll get all the messages of all the various things that are happening on a intermittent basis. That's it for now.